All right, so this is Najee Dorsey here with another installment of Buyer Talks with our good brother, Mr. Paul Goodnight, noted artist, scholar, uh, many would definitely agree with. I mean, your work is phenomenal. Uh, we're happy to have you as a part of the show MIA, Military Inspired Art, at the Buffalo Soldiers National Museum, July 27th, 28th. Uh, which is just right around the corner. So we wanted to take this opportunity to see if we can get your thoughts on uh, being in the exhibit um, and, you know, just thinking back on, on, on your years in service. Okay. All right. Mm -hmm. uh, is this a question and answer or just... Yeah, just... you, you know, just what, whatever, what Whatever you want to share, good brother. I didn't, you know... Um, not sure how to start. Uh, I went into the service. Are we talking about the arts of the service? I'm not sure which 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 way I'm going. Yeah, we're talking about. Uh, well, I want to talk about both, and and we could talk about, you know, the art, uh, how your art came to be, and you know, from your military years, or just thoughts of being in service, and how that may have impacted your. Um, your career as an artist, you know. So I mean, I'm, we'll edit it, of course. But I just wanted to get your okay. thought, your thoughts on, you know, being an artist, you know, being in the military, you know, what was that like, uh, and whatever comes, mm -hmm. to, whatever comes to mind. Mm -hmm. Okay. No, I think um, art has been always been in the back of my mind. Uh, one of my outlets, my many outlets. I uh, grew up. Um, and a family of eight, uh, the six boys. So art really wasn't something that I can aspire to be when you're having six boys and the art did not seem like anything that you'd be able to do in the future uh, and make a living of. So I had to kind of sneak and do art. Um, and just, just not just do art. I just draw images. I just like drawing. Mm -hmm. uh, so you know, to be an artist was not a vocation of mine. It was really just, uh, just like duplicating what I saw, and that was in some ways therapeutic for me. Uh, when I went into the service, uh, I came. Actually, I, I went to. Uh, I was incarcerated uh, for a period of time, and then after I was found that I was uh, I was I was actually incarcerated on on a rape charge. Uh, when they found out that I was not the rapist, I was released, and from there uh, it was '67, and they drafted me right into the army. So. Um, Obviously, the war at that time in Vietnam was escalating, and they needed every able body they could possibly see. So I, I then was a draftee, went into the army, um, came, and went uh, to RVA to RVN training, which is ready Vietnam, and went straight to uh, Hawaii and then Vietnam. Mm -hmm. Uh, while in Vietnam, it was, I don't have to explain how uh, traumatic that whole experience was. And it affected me not only while I was there, but when I came back. Uh, I was uh, addicted to uh, heroin for a while. Uh, 
and uh, had a problem speaking. But then I realized that uh, my outlet was going to be my voice. So consequently, I started drawing in order to really communicate. And uh, it then turned out to be one of the best decisions that I made in my entire life. I went from there, took advantage of the GI Bill, and uh, entered uh, Mass College of Art where I graduated. And I uh, traveled throughout the world, um, places like Russia, China, uh, Brazil, uh, throughout the Caribbean, uh, throughout Africa, probably about five, six points call of Africa. And then I went to Nicaragua where they were asking for volunteers of uh, Vietnam veterans against the war mm -hmm. to go down to Nicaragua and observe the war. And I think that I had had enough of war, but then I realized that might, this might be cathartic because I would recognize that I would then be the Viet, uh, not Vietnamese, uh, the Nicaraguenses uh, being controlled by the United States. And they had these uh, sonic booms, which felt like uh, explosions that were going over. And it was the intimidation cause for uh, the Vietnam, uh, not Vietnam, the Nicaraguenses. But I also was uh, working um, with the Sandinistas for a while. And uh, like I said, I was then observing the war. So I realized how we must have looked coming into a whole nother country with our weapons and our tanks and ships and all the other kinds of stuff um, into a small community uh, that was trying to ink out a living just by uh, some agricultural goods. Uh, so that was, for me, it was very cathartic because mm -hmm. I, I realized how damaging that could be to have uh, uh, these massive soldiers coming into your country and taking over uh, without your permission. This is a place where you live. You can imagine if you had in your town uh, a, a series of soldiers that would just come in your home and take over, take charge, and then create uh, this war atmosphere. Mm -hmm. So that was one of the things I did. I came back here. I was working with Women of Amli. This is a women's military group in Nicaragua. I came back here and basically was talking about that experience. And in kind of talking about that experience, I realized then that I can also draw and paint and, 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 and kind of create images from that experience. So drawing has always been a, a release valve for me, being a sanctuary for me. Uh, and, and, and then a, I realized that maybe I can do this for a living. Uh, I was a commercial artist at first, and then from the commercial arts field, I decided to jet out and do some fine arts and to travel the world. That's exactly what I did. I lived in Haiti for maybe about nine months, 
uh, lived in uh, back in Nicaragua for another five months, another six months down in Brazil, and continued to travel um, and try to pay my way through the uh, discovery of myself in, in these different places. So that, and here I am now, um, still doing it. Uh, just was in Africa and Uganda last year, uh, teaching at McCurry University. And I get these experiences is what's kind of shaping where I am now. Hmm. You know, I don't know if I've seen, uh, you know, any of your works that were that were overtly appear to be, you know, influenced by those type of experiences. Um, the the is it something that you that you typically show, or uh, how often do you show works that are in, in, influenced by those type of type of things? Would you say by by the war itself? Well, the war, or you know, the uh, yeah, I guess I guess the war because you mentioned that you know, I purposely did not do any of my Vietnam experiences. Uh, I think it was much too traumatic for me okay. uh, to regurgitate that kind of thing. I mean, heroin really took over. Mm-hmm. Um, and I lost a buddy um, of mine here who hung himself uh, dealing with the whole Vietnam experience, and I had to witness that. So uh, I purposely didn't do any works from, from Vietnam. I did do works from Nicaragua because one I had a different perspective on it and since I was one of the Vietnam veterans against the war and I was sent down there purposely to record it visually uh, I uh, was going to do that and that that those pieces I don't have I don't have any of those pieces at all uh, I, I left those uh, by the wayside, yeah, and sold sold the majority of them. I think I have one one drawing of a funeral um, where this woman was wearing the shirt of the American uh, the United States flag, uh, and at the same time she was going to a funeral. Uh, but that was the I think that's the crux of it. Um, what I actually am doing that presently is doing a whole piece on the KKK, uh, which is kids killing kids. And I'm doing that with maybe about six other artists uh, because this, to me, is the real war in our neighborhood. Mm-hmm. And uh, we are trying to do the problems and solutions about uh, kids uh, just um, annihilating our future. Uh, through drugs and that kind of thing. Yeah, it is. Uh, who are some of the artists involved on that project? Because what comes to mind is uh, James James Pate's uh, Oh, James Pate is the actual. James Pate is actually the brainchild of this. Okay. Uh, he did Ken Killing Ken, mm-hmm. and I I had a long talk with him, and I said this should be the uh, responsibility of every artist across the country to uh, do a series of works about this thing to really shed some light on it. So uh, what I've done was uh, organized uh, seven other artists, a woman, two young artists, uh, 
who were in the show, a couple of uh, graffiti artists, uh, some middle-aged artists, then, and the others, myself and two others. And um, we're, I, we're doing the pieces ourselves now. Um, just, just, you know, connecting, coordinating, discussing, and we're wanting to send it out. And then with the money that is raised, from the sales of the piece, we're going to look for organizations that are trying to keep people, kids off the street and give them that money so they keep on doing the job they're doing. So that's, that's our, that's my mission right now. No, that's, that's, I mean, it's an amazing project. I look forward to, you know, hearing more about it and doing what we can to support it, you know, be getting the word out even more. Um, oh, I, I think it should be done in every city that has these problems. Detroit, Philadelphia, Atlanta, New, you know, um, throughout Chicago, especially. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, um, New Jersey, all of these places will have major problems. In Boston, it's, it's really crazy. It's just an epidemic here um, that we don't hear about. But every city has got these kids who are uh, losing their lives off of the drugs that have been sent to them and guns at the same time. This is a $30 billion industry where we're wasting children. Uh, that could be our future. Yeah. And that's sad. Well, you know, we've got, we've got a number of different challenges um, and art is a conduit for so many different people. Can you just speak, you know, um, in closing about the role of art, the role of artists, and in affecting change? Uh, I think when you paint and draw the image, uh, that image stays with that particular community for a long time. It's either comes from historical perspective, cultural perspective, uh, can, can be political in time. Uh, you can just, you can draw pretty pictures, but that's not the only thing that you should be drawing because I think you are part of a, a, a community that can be collapsing in front of you. And if you don't use your vehicle uh, that God has given you, the gift that God has given you, then you're condoning problems that is in your doorstep and I think that that is really something that we have to look inside ourselves and do uh, we, we can't always afford just to draw the pretty pictures to hang on the wall we have responsibility to create images that make a difference well Mr. Paul good night I certainly appreciate your time and joining us for this installment of Buy Your Talk and your work that will be in the show MIA Military Inspired Art July 27 to 28 at the National Buffalo Soldiers Museum in Houston, Texas. Uh, we thank you for your service and appreciate your time this morning. And I, and I want to thank you too, Nashi, because I know that you're more than responsible for, you know, getting the message out and getting, uh, and what you're doing in terms of the business of art as well as uh, being a, a responsible person at the, dealing with what's going on in your community and reflecting on some of the things that uh, I've seen in your work that really does uh, make a difference. So I thank you for all of what you're doing for the art and the artists in this world and your community. 
Take care, my brother. I appreciate you. All right, same here. Be well. All right. All right, peace now. This is Dorsey. You listen to another installment of Bio Talks. Be sure to follow Black Art in America at blackartinamerica.com and look for us on your favorite social media platform, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Pinterest. And remember, you can always shop for art online at www.buyblackart.com. <laughs>